like, we need something to, like, hammer this, but, like, super fast. Us just hitting it <laughs> is not going to do anything. It needs to go... You know that's not what a jack... That's not what a jackhammer does, right? What does a jackhammer do? It, like, breaks stuff apart. Like, it's not for it's not for hammering. Yeah, but you can still hand. hammer things apart. I guess. You can still get a hammer and a big rock and smash that big rock into a bunch of little rocks. But it's more efficient. Yeah. To get the... But someone said we need to do we need to do what we do with hammers, but super fast, like a machine would do it. Uh huh. That's also like every tool ever. I'm just saying, a jackhammer. Someone had to make that. Someone had to make everything. Someone had to make a hammer. A hammer, but like I could see someone getting like you know like a like a strong pull back in the caveman days and that's just the hammer and then it slowly was like well we should have a bigger thing and you know what would be nice for a hammer if we had a little thing on the end so we could take out the nails that would be nice slowly that but then (laughs) someone was like we need a hammer but like super fast get a machine on it that's my point that's like a a car is just like we need a horse, but super fast. You're absolutely right. We can't have this. Flintstone. Everything is. We just, can't we have. Need... We can't have this Flintstones car anymore. No. Every every single invention is just we need that, but better. There's better on the we dance gotta... floor, and you got nothing to do, DJ. Hi, hi. It's better on the dance floor. Sam's naked right now. I'm definitely Sam's naked. Get get down with the bad here's, self. Here's my dick, everybody. <laughs> oh, ladies Flop and gentlemen. it all around. Boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome. Welcome back. back to a very long conversation about movies and art and TV and whatever else we feel like talking about. I'm yawning and my name is Sam Bannigan. And I am not yawning. I'm Andrew Thomas. Sam Bannigan, how are you? How was your week? Uh, week was not great. Uh, just, yeah, it's fine. It's not fine. It's not great. Are you all right? Fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, how was your week? Fine. Slow week. A fine yeah. week. Yeah. Nothing too monumental. I saw the Iron Claw. Oh yeah. yeah. How'd you? Th- what'd you think? I liked it. Uh. Ma- masculinity cool. is is a prison, but brotherhood is liberation. Beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah I like just woke up. Ugh, God, <sighs> you're fine, but you know who also just woke up? Saltburn. Saltburn just woke up a whole nation. Did it? A lot of people love this movie. Do they? A lot. You. <laughs> you were on the hype. 
Don't act like you weren't on the hype train. You were like, I want to see this movie. I hear things. I wanted to see it. I don't want. I didn't. I don't want to say I was on the hype train. You were like, I, I hear things. About this movie. I hear people like it. I was like, I hear it's interesting. And then it wasn't. But I heard that it was. Uh, yeah. Emerald Pharrell's 2023's Saltburn. Her sophomore attempt. What'd you think? We watched it. We saw it. We watched it. We saw I it. I saw it twice. <laughs> I saw it once. Um, it's fine. It's kind of half cocked. Um, it's kind of. It's not really saying much while trying really hard to say something. I just don't... I don't know if Emerald Fennell has the the chutzpah. The sauce, if you will. Yeah. To, like, make this movie the movie that it... that she wanted to make, if that makes sense. I saw a tweet when this movie came out in, like, November that was uh, director... Emerald Pharrell could go so far in this industry that she just stopped working with writer Emerald Pharrell. Sure, yeah. I laughed at that. I've had that in my back pocket <laughs> for three months. That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, she's... Like, it's clear she has a vision, but I just don't know if she executes on it. And I think... Like, Promising Young Woman was pretty good, but it was also felt kind of messy and kind of, you know, a little half-cocked and a little kind of all over the place. But it was like a good first movie, you know, where it's like, okay, yeah, we see what you're going for. But maybe it doesn't hit. Maybe it doesn't do the things that you quite wanted it to do. But that's okay. You're still learning. You're figuring stuff out. But then I watched Saltburn and I was like, this feels like the same level of not quite there that Promising Young Woman did. Like, it doesn't feel like there's a lot, uh, much of a... Acceleration, a much of a... Acceleration. Like, yeah, much of much improvement. Like, it's still good. She's still a fine filmmaker, but it's not like, you know, pushing the boundaries in any way. And doesn't feel like she's getting, at least between these two movies, she hasn't gotten a whole lot better. Or worse. <laughs> Just kind of stayed the same. <laughs> but I think Promising a Woman had more interesting ideas and something, and it actually had something to say. Even if it executed that weirdly, it's still overall said something. Yeah. And I'm not sure if Saltburn says anything. Um, I... What did you, what did you think? Love Promising of... Young Woman. I think that movie is great. I think that... I think it's incredible. Big, big fan of Promising Young Woman. Um... Mm -hmm. This movie... I... I started off... When we called each other, Sam and I, I said, this movie just makes me feel old. Because it's just like, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I didn't like it. Gee whiz, boy, howdy. Some 14-year-old will never be the same. A lot of 14-year-olds will never be. A lot of 14-year-olds out there are like, you could do that with movies? What? <laughs> and I don't, I, I've been there, done that. I. It's fine. It's provocative for kids, <laughs> you know? It, yes, provocative that's for it. Kids. Provocative for kids. How, how Barbie it's is so feminism good. for kids. This is just provocative for, for kids. Which, that's so funny. Good. There should that's be so something to open the door so kids can slowly and surely go to 120 days of solo. But they need that gateway drug. <laughs> and salt burns that gateway <laughs> yeah, they drug. Need, they need to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I saw... I, I was uh, talking to, to Ben yesterday before I watched it, but from... Just from like what I had been hearing recently about this movie, I was like, it feels like uh, it's a weird movie if you've never seen a movie before. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly that. Because like I heard so much about like, oh yeah, Sulphur. Oh, it's so weird. It's so, it's so fucked up, dude. Like it's crazy. Like, can you believe this happened? And I'm like, I watched Tatan like a couple years ago and it, and like, that's a, that's not even that weird of a movie, but it's much weirder than this. Todd, you know, remember Todd? That's a banger movie, Did dude. Do I love Tatad? that movie. No, I don't think so. Dang. Or no, I think we did. What Julia DeCampo? Queen DeCorno. DeCorno. Queen. Yeah. Uh, that's the Oscar snub of the of the decade. Yeah, she should have been nominated for best director. Um, I like parts of this movie, but I didn't love any moment. If there's no moment, I would watch just on a whim of this movie. Yeah. I I also liked a lot of parts of it. I think the performances are pretty good all around. I like a lot of the visuals. I like, you know, I like a lot of the, a lot of the design of the film. Um... But yeah, just uh, just overall, yeah, it didn't do much for me. But you're right. I think I think provocative, like the provocative for kids, and being like the gateway drug to actually weird movies and actually thought provoking stuff is is I a very good way to describe this. Film. I'm 14. I like this. I want to find more movies like this. I'm going out of my way to see weird, gross, period, blood-sucking movies. They're out there. Yeah. <laughs> they're out there. You got all of Lars von Trier. They're out there. It. And I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to hop into this cast? Yeah, sure. Um, let's talk. Uh, Carrie Mulligan is in this movie for a hot for second. Some reason. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, okay, sure. What? What's the cameo? What's yeah? Yeah. Um, when this Allison is the Oliver. schlockiest thing that Carrie Mulligan this is the has done, thing that good for Carrie her. Again, big props. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Allison Oliver playing uh, Venetia, the sister. Oh, hi, cat. Hey, cat. Hello. Um. Uh, I liked Allison Oliver. I thought she was nice. She hasn't done a whole lot. That's the um, sister, yes. The sister, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's another one of these. Sorry, everyone. But yeah, she was good. Is this? Yeah, she's good. I'm not saying she's. I mean, I'm not saying anybody's amazing in this movie, but she's good. No one, no one here got snubbed. Yeah. Uh, Rosamund Pike as Elspeth. I like Rosamund Pike uh, a lot, and I remember a lot of people were too. like, "She should get nominated for Best Supporting Actress." She got nominated for the SAG. She's got. She had the the heat, but she didn't get nominated for an Oscar. I don't really get it. I think she's a great actress. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was just a, a, a great actress doing her thing. Doing the material. Yeah, doing this the was work. Nothing, yeah, this was nothing special from Rosamund Pike. She's just like, yeah, she's a good actress. She does her job. Uh, same with Richard E. Grant. Same. Also just a good copy actor. Copy and paste. Showing up, being like, hey, look at that. Yes. Don't, no, don't. Um, nope, nope. You can't do that one. Sorry. Oh. You just heard a big <laughs> rub against the mic, <laughs> a bit right, ah, that, right on oh, the microphone. Okay. Um, who else do we got here? Uh, Archie. Oh, I don't know how to say your last name, Archie. I'm sorry, Archie Madekwe, Madekwe, uh as Farley. Mm-hmm. The friend. Interesting character. Wish. Yeah. Right. Everything you've been saying that this movie doesn't really say anything or it doesn't really have a point. And I'm like, oh, the point's very clear. That's one of the issues. But it comes to this character, Harley. Farley. Farley. It's just like, oh, so what are you doing? What is it's this character. There's a lot of other things like that in this movie where you're like, yeah, what is the point? <laughs> what? Yeah. He was good. That's why I, I don't. Yeah, he's good. I'm not saying he's bad. The I'm movie saying, to me is just is rich people anything. are awful, aren't they? And all of them are all rich people awful. But it's not. But it's. <sighs> Even the, the rich, rich ones just want to be richer and will do anything. Even though they are rich, will do anything just to be richer, because that greed is is a poison. But they aren't doing like the the rich characters in this movie are not <laughs> portrayed that way. Oliver is, but but he's middle class. Hey, that that's a pretty nice house. <laughs> He's middle class. He's not upper class. He's upper middle class. <laughs> okay, upper middle, but it's still middle. <laughs> There's someone who's in a one-bedroom house right now. And then looks at the guy at Saltburn and they're like, yeah, we're both middle class, but... Okay. It's... it's it's. There's still disparity. There's still... Sure. But he's, he's, he's not still middle rich. class. Yes, not like Saltburn. He's not Saltburn rich. Yes, he's still middle class. And he's the one who's portrayed as, as greedy and 
and wanting more. The rich characters are just kind of disconnected from the world, but not in a way that is making it seem like, oh, look at look at how the rich people are so like inept and and shitty. It's just kind of like, yeah, they're just kind of people. Like they're just kind of living their lives the best, that and they maybe can. their lives are not great, but like. They're not doing anything that horrible at any point in the movie. Like, they're kind of mean. They're kind of, you know, trying to drop hints and tell people to leave and, and maybe going about that in not the best way. But they're really just kind of normal people. <laughs> so I don't think the movie's really saying much about, like, eat the rich or like the rich people look at how look at how fucked up these rich people are because the rich people are like the normal people in this movie i, I wouldn't say normal <clears throat> they're still they're wasps they're they're more, wasps jacob every, is just like every sense of the word <laughs> sure but jacob alordi is just kind of like a guy Yeah, but he's kind of like... like He's like... He's just kind of like the hot, charismatic guy that everyone knows. And you go, okay. But he's also like... Not a jerk. Not... He's like... Pompous. Arrogant. He's not even that pompous. <laughs> he's just kind of a guy. I really don't see his character as being that pompous or arrogant or anything. He's just kind of like a guy who's living his life who like he got life handed to him on a silver platter and he's just doing it. He said, thank you very much. I will take that. And he said, thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to go do my thing now. Goodbye. (laughs) Like, do you wish that they were worse? I think I think the movie might say something if they were worse people. What well, if they were but kind? What stands, if they were like kind, sweet people? Then the movie doesn't know what to say. Then I really don't know what the movie's talking about. I don't think the movie knows what it's talking about now, but I think that would make it even worse. Especially because like those characters in the in the movie are like portrayed as like they generally think that they're decent. Yes. You know? And they're not doing anything. They're not like succession levels of horrible to the people around them. Yeah. Right? They're not. Like, they're not that. (laughs) They're just kind of assholes, I guess. But like, so are, so is the, that guy that, um, Barry Keown's character is, is like kind of friends with by circumstance at the beginning. Oh yes, that guy. That guy. He's more of an asshole than Jacob Elordi kind of ever is in this movie. Yeah, but he's not. That's just him. He's not leveraging anything against him. That's just the guy. That's the difference. <laughs> the, sure, Jacob Elordi's like, like Jacob Elordi isn't. Now, I'm going to be awful, but don't you want to stay around with me? Yeah, you do. It's still a trade-off. He's still being maniacal. He's not... 
do you think Jacob Alordi's character is being maniacal? Eh, not maniacal, but rude. (laughs) Like he's kind of an asshole, but again, he's just like a kid who had a silver spoon in his mouth. Like that's not really interesting. (laughs) That's not really a take. Now that I can't disagree with you. It's just kind of like, yeah, rich people, they, li- they live privileged lives, don't they? Crazy. But he generally tries to be nice to, to Barry Keown's character. You know, he's like, oh, if you, if you don't want to go home, you can, come to, you can come to my house. You can, you know, come hang out. You know, oh, we should go reconnect with your mom. See, you know, she sounds like she's, she's doing pretty good. Like, he's trying to be a good guy. He's maybe not 100% successful. But he does try. <laughs> but he's trying. And I think that, I think, if it, it makes this mess, this movie really messy because, like, these rich people that Barry Keown's character is, like, killing off throughout the film is just kind of like, well... I don't know if if the movie makes it clear if they deserve it or not. It just kind of is like, yeah, Oliver sucks. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Who else is on the cast? Uh, Jacob Elordi and Barry Keown. Jacob Elordi. What do you think of him? You watch Euphoria? I have not watched Euphoria. I did watch Priscilla. I liked him in Priscilla. Um, and I like him in this. I think he's a decent actor. He's not like mind blowing in any of the either of these films. What day he will be? But he's good. Um, I'm sad that he's in the new Guillermo del Toro movie only because it means Andrew Garfield is not in the new Guillermo del Toro. Oh, movie. is is he replacing him for Frankenstein? Yeah. Well, if if. You believe Twitter for your movie news, which they have a pretty 50-50 uh, stat card. He might have dropped out to play Jesus Christ himself for Martin Scorsese. Uh, Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know J- Jacob, this was like reported in like Variety, like in like... The Hollywood Reporter that Jacob Alordi. Yeah, I saw mine at like Joe go, Joe goes to the movies Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I guess Andrew Garfield could play Jesus. That's kind of he's a weird choice. With, but, how's that right. a weird choice? Because Jesus is not a white British man. Oh, well, yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> I like Andrew Garfield <laughs> like, so that's much that I forgot. <laughs> I like Andrew Garfield and Martin <laughs> Scorsese so much that would have hit me until the credits hit. Awesome! <laughs> oh, but <laughs> but hold on. Uh, I like these two guys. What do you? <laughs> don't don't don't. <laughs> it's better than uh... Jim Caviezel. <laughs> uh, it's better than it's better than Willem. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I liked him in this. Did you? It, yeah. Did you? Did you see Priscilla? I did not. I missed it. Uh, I'll catch it one of these days on. on yeah. On the tube. 
Yeah. Uh. Um. Did you watch? Have you? Did you watch Euphoria? Are you like a Jacob Elordi? No, I never. I watched person? half of the first season, and I don't even ah. remember if his character's in it. In the Who part knows? I saw. Yeah. Um. um he's very pretty. He's. <laughs> me when he was hosting SNL, me and my coworkers were all like, I, "I'm like he's classically good looking. He has a he has cheekbones like no no one I've ever seen, mm. and he's tall, right? Yeah, yeah. He's pretty. I don't know what what do you want? I've seen prettier. Um, <laughs> I've seen prettier. You've seen prettier men. Yes. Who's a prettier man? Andrew Garfield is Jesus Christ. Andrew Garfield is hot. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not. I'm saying Jacob Alerty is pretty. I think that's different. Pretty. Who's a prettier? Boy? I think Jacob Alerty is very pretty. Right, because you're not talking about Jason Momoa. No, Jason Momoa not pretty. Hot. Scolding hot. Not pretty. He'd put you in the face not if you pretty. called him pretty. Yeah, but Jacob Alerty very pretty. Tim Timothy Shallow. Timothy, very pretty. Very pretty. It's pretty. Fucking I gotta wait one more month for Dune 2, baby. One more so month? Stoked. Did you get your tickets? One more month. No, not yet. Uh, gotta get the tickets. That's not really a thing you gotta worry about in, in Canada. Uh. <laughs> when did you get the Star um, Wars tickets when I came down? The day of? No, I got those like a week or so before. Still want to make sure you get a good seat, but it won't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got to I gotta talk to Ben and see uh, what he wants to do that weekend. Because we're going to go. We got to go see it together. So. Got to see it twice. What's in IMAX? I got to see it twice. I got to see it with the, with the 4D seats and I got to see it in the IMAX, baby. What? Is it 3D? Uh no, it's just it's just with the seats. Just the seats, okay. That's what I remember. Just the seats moving around. La, yeah. la, la. I can't wait to ride that worm, baby. <laughs> ride that worm. Hashtag ride the worm. Ride the worm. Uh and that um, other kid and then <laughs> who we were just talking about. <laughs> uh Barry Keown. I love him. Ever since, ever since Dunkirk, Dunkirk and Killing of the Sacred Deer came out the same year. <clears throat> really did start from the wow. bottom. Really did start from well, when you're no, in a Christopher Nolan no, movie. No, that's no. not the bottom. <laughs> yeah, and he had been in stuff beforehand. Beforehand, but his real uh, yeah introduction to the world. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's been in a lot of TV shows. He's been in a lot of other little little movies. He's also a boxer. Um, a boxer. Yeah. And then, yeah, Killing a Sacred Deer, Dunkirk. American Animals. Dang. That? that was crazy. Rip. Classic. Yeah. Uh, Chernobyl. Green Knight. Eternals. <laughs> the Batman. Who is he in the Green Knight? He's the, um, the, like, random bandit on the road when, uh, when he first. Yes! 
leaves, and he's like, "Oh, if you, yeah, if you head this way, you'll find it." And then they kill him. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, that's Barry Keown, baby. Hell yeah, working with my Irving, um, Texas guy. Love him. <laughs> uh, we got, and then yeah, Banshees, and then this, and then he's in a couple TV shows that have come out recently. And he'll soon be the Joker. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love Barry Keown. Barry Keown's great. He's great, and I do think he's great in this. I think he is... Yeah, this is a very Barry Keown role. You yes. Know? Weird little freak. Weird. Does weird little freak stuff. <laughs> weird little freak. <laughs> uh, I think he explicitly said this is the last time. Or the last time in a while that I'd be able to play a little weird little freak again. That sucks. He's so good at being a weird little freak. He's so good at being a weird little freak. We can't. You can't abandon. He your, can't your abandon home, your Gary. destiny. Your fucking druid, fucking ass motherfucker. <laughs> we need to see you become a weird little freak into an old little freak. Yeah, I need you to end up being like a real life version of Yoda in Empire. (laughs) (laughs) Just this weird old man who just eats soup and smacks people with sticks. And he walks up and down. He walks only going up and down. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Barry, that's Barry Keown's destiny. Yeah. Yeah, he... Yeah. I think what works a lot about this movie is Barry Keoghan. I think a lot of the hype, a lot of what people love about this movie is his performance. I'm glad. I'm happy about that. He is the best part of the movie. Like, I, I think his performance is really good. He is really good at this sort of thing. I don't. Again, I still don't think the movie is necessarily saying anything. And if you've ever seen a movie before, you can also see the like twist a mile away. Like from the first scene, I was like, "Oh, he kills all of them, right?" <laughs> right. It's impo- It's impo- Like to the extent of like, is it a twist? The only twist is that he is that he is well off. That his parents do have money. He's not the the kid from Squalor, as he said he was. Yeah. Yeah, but but the movie presents the that scene with like, you know, him him putting the thumbtack in the in the tire and not typing anything on his laptop and all that sort of stuff. Like that is shot and and edited as though it was the usual suspects. <laughs> no, twist. it should have the saw music playing. I hear you. I was going to say is right? it even like a twist? But it is made as a twist. The movie is even if even though we have seen a movie before and therefore it is not a twist. The movie is like da 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 like the whole t- that whole scene, and I was just like, <clears throat> okay, man. Let's talk about director Emerald Pharrell. You keep saying Pharrell as if there she's related to Will Ferrell. Which is, it's Fennel. Fennel, not Pharrell. Yeah. You could have said that earlier, but whatever. 
You were just... I didn't want to interrupt you. interrupted you, okay? me then. <laughs> because, uh, because you did it again. 30 minutes. 33 were, minutes in. Mis- 33 I thought minutes in. I thought it was a mistake earlier, and I thought you knew because you said it correctly once, and then you didn't, and then I didn't know what was going on, okay? You said it correctly. You said it correctly. Before recorded the podcast. And so I was like, oh, okay, he knows. And then he said it wrong. And then I was like, ah, sometimes Andrew does that. Sometimes he says things wrong a little bit. And then he'll fix himself. And it's fine. But no, you have to get all mad about it. Whatever. <laughs> Trying to help out my boy. Trying to help 33, 34 minutes in. <laughs> Trying to help out the boy. Anyway, let's talk about Midge. Midge. Oh yeah, she plays Midge and Barbie. What? I also fun fact: Barbie has a six point nine on IMDb. Nice. Does it? What does this movie yeah. have on IMDb? Uh, seven point one. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Dang, IMDb. The place that star rating makes no sense ever. Uh, it really doesn't. <laughs> even really back, doesn't. even back it in never... my day, I was like, "Now this doesn't make sense." <laughs> like Green Knight, six point six. The Batman, seven point eight. Banshees of Inisherin, seven point seven. <laughs> what does Oppenheimer have? Probably like a nine point uh, nine. No, nothing has anything that high. Uh, I know Shawshank is number one. I think it's nine point two. At least, yeah. Six uh, Oppenheimer ago is was. an eight. <laughs> Oppenheimer is eight point four. Makes sense. What did the Marvels get? Look up. Just humor me. What did the Marvels get? <laughs> the Marvels. Got a 5.6. What did the Flash get? Oh my god. The Flash. 2023. 6.7. That is, just a reminder, Barbie, a good film, got a 6.9. A movie so good it could get nominated for 8 Oscars and people could still say it got snubbed. (laughs) because <laughs> it missed two both those people have not been- we'll get there <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there um yeah emerald Fennell, writer director of this and promising young woman and that's it um <sighs> director i was in some interesting Interesting ideas in there. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of the vibe. I like the vibes. The vibe of this movie is pretty of, cool. Is pretty cool. I like the. I really like the visuals of this movie. The cinematography, the design of it, I think is really cool. Um, there's like that one shot of of uh, Barry Keown uh, with with his antlers in the maze, yes. where he's like just a silhouette, and it just looks like he's is a person with antlers and i was like that's a good shot that's a cool looking moment mm-hmm. but that it's one frame and then i went ah this is and then it moved on and i was like oh okay she does have a very unique visual style 
that yeah. works. And I'm and I'm into that. I think I think again, I'm not like out of I'm not I'm not uninterested in her as a director moving forward. Three strikes you're out. That's that's what Three strikes That's you're the out. same and I, rule. And I honestly and Saltburn is one. Like I liked Promising Young Woman. <laughs> What did you? What did did you have anything? I thought the direction particular was come up good. Uh, it kind of feels endless. It does. It's like the movie you feel like it's gonna end, and it does it, and then it's over. <laughs> yeah, that's the movie. Feel like it's gonna end. There's 40 more minutes, and then it's over. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's very true. Right, there's so many like beautiful, striking moments in the movie, uh, and again, that that I hope Barry Keoghan works with her more because clearly they have a good work relationship. Yeah, um, they're they're vibing. They're vibing they're, together. Whatever they did together here. Is, is really nice. I, I really like that. But, yeah, I think just with the story, the script itself is just... Bleh, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, this was, this was really kind of... I thought about it a lot last night and this morning very briefly. Um, and I was just kind of like, yeah, it's just... It just is kind of nothing for me doesn't really get there has a lot of half-baked ideas and, and I think that's fine so does mother but, and I, I love think, I think mother because but there's something here that just I it doesn't go mother. balls to the wall it literally goes balls to the wall yeah, but not metaphorically if, if motherfuckers want to watch a weird movie watch mother that movie's horrible but it's weirder than this. Has Kristen you do Wig get to see like, someone eat a baby? Yeah, has Kristen Wig executing people? Like it's weird. Yeah. Um. Where this is like, but again, it come, it goes back to this. Like we need a Fight Club. We need it. Oh yeah. Kids need it. But Fight Club has something to say. I don't know. Kids need it. Fight Club. I think. I think. I think because this movie doesn't really say much, I think that's my biggest issue with it. I think if it said something... Even if you disagreed with it? Even if I disagreed with it, I think I would still like it more than I do. But it feels like it's not quite saying anything. It's almost saying something a couple times, but it never really does. It never sticks to the And I think that is what is... It definitely doesn't. And so I think that is where I'm kind of falling flat on this movie. Yeah. My favorite tweet during... Which is also kind of how I felt about Promising Young Woman, so it feels really weird for it to happen again. That's the... And I wonder what part is, like... What does she like? What's her... Emerald's... uh, uh, What does she like? Does she like that messy... Mm -hmm. What do you think she thinks of Babylon? My favorite question. (laughs) Ooh... She probably likes it. She probably likes it, right? She's worked with Margot. 
Or is it her favorite movie of all time? Is it is it everything she wants? A messy movie that doesn't really tie itself together until the end, until a big musical ending. Like, <laughs> yeah, is that what she's like? Uh, Babylon's chasing good. for. I love Promising Young Woman. Maybe. I think Promising Young Woman does what I just said. I think it does it better than Babylon. Uh, but oh, I disagree. This movie really, yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, "Ooh, am I gonna get my little freak hat on?" <laughs> and while everyone else around <laughs> me is like, "Whoa," I'm like, "What?" Slurping at the bottom yeah. of a bathtub. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen animated characters do that. Come on, give me my yeah, smut. Give here? me my smut. <laughs> You've also you also went through a whole Lars von Trier era not too long ago. So you've seen like not even the weirdest movies ever, but like some of the weirdest movies. <laughs> I have. Some of the actually fucked up films. We were like, now is this morally right that you did this? Like I get it. <laughs> art. I believe in art, but like is it where's the line? And the where's way people talk about here, this movie. Lars? And again, but like the way that people talk about this movie is like, whoa, have you, which then I, then the movie did its job. Did it not? It's part of the conversation. Oh, my favorite tweet. I haven't told you this. My favorite tweet. It was, uh, it was like Kevin Hart in a casino laughing. And on top it said, ha ha, you thought you were going to get nominated for an Oscar. Nah, take your ass back to the MTV Movie Awards. (laughs) (laughs) It was talking about Saltburn. It's like, ha ha, take your ass back to the MTV Movie Awards. Damn. (laughs) Damn. Damn. Harsh. Harsh. (laughs) Not wrong, but harsh. Like, one of those things as, as an artist that would... A good critique, you go, okay, they misread what I was trying to do, but, like, I get where they're coming from. Uh, or, like, I hate critics. I hate... You see that, and you're just like, dang, that hurt my feelings. Dang. I, like... <laughs> they didn't need to call that me out like deep. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, um... I don't know how much more I have to I say. I was on about to say, Mars. speaking of awards. Yeah. Hollywood. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if you haven't checked out Saltburn, it's on Amazon. You can watch it. It's like two hours. It's fine. It's not a horrible way. It's not like a waste if of time. If you want to talk to people because you want to have like friends and Saltburn is the movie they're talking about, yeah, sure, watch it. I hope you have an opinion. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Oscar noms came out. Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, what uh, what categories do you want to hit? Uh, I don't know. What What are your overall like thoughts ones? of just the nominations? Uh, generally unsurprising. Yeah. You know, it was kind of a lot of stuff that I was like, yeah, uh-huh, that makes sense. Um, a couple things were kind of surprising. 
Mission Impossible getting visual effects or or was a little surprising. Napoleon getting visual effects was also very yeah. surprising. Um, Godzilla by this one. Sound visual Godzilla effects. One. Yeah. Honestly, we'll probably win. Probably based on what I've heard. But what I love about that, and also like the creator. It's like a beautiful story of like, hey, guys, you don't need $230 million to... Yeah, that is... And the visuals of the creator are the best part of that yes. movie, so... I think the creator might take it. But if Godzilla minus one takes it, I would not be disappointed. I think I think it's one of those two. I think it's the creator or Godzilla for, for visual effects. Um, adapted screenplay... Also wasn't very surprising. So yeah, let's do screenplay, uh, actors, director, picture. Yeah, yeah. Uh adapted screenplay, I think is gonna go to Barbie. What are the nominations? Because uh American fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and the Zone of Interest. Alright. I haven't seen either of the Ford films, but clearly the Academy loves them. Yeah, I really want to see just because it got nominated for so much stuff, I want to check out Zone of Interest. And I've wanted to see Anatomy of a Fall for a while. Yeah. Same. Uh, I also think uh, Barbie will take it. Yeah. I think, I mean, before the controversy, I think Barbie could take it. Christopher Nolan might come in and sweep it. It might be an Oppenheimer night. It it might be. It, I think that's the only thing that would beat out Barbie is if they're doing the if Oppenheimer wins screenplay. I think I think we're gonna get like a sweep of Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um. But I think I think because Barbie, I think because Greta didn't get director or or picture. She. I think they did get picture. Oh, they got picture and they didn't get director. Yes. Right. Yeah. What, what? Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's not gonna win picture, so it's gonna win screenplay. Yeah, we'll talk about it with Pitcher. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I still think Adapted is going to go to Barbie. Same. Uh, original is Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, May, December, and Past Lives. I'm guessing Holdovers. I haven't seen Love it. Love the Holdovers, but I think uh, Anatomy of a Fall might take this one. That also makes sense. But, yeah, uh, Anatomy of a Fall could take it. Holdovers, you... I want Past Lives to win, because I want Past Lives to win an Oscar. Same. That's it. Same. Right? Asian yeah. woman gets two nominations. No one's saying it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's saying a goddamn thing! But no, no, no. White <laughs> feminism is just a, a phrase to minimize feminism. Yes. Correct. Anyway... Anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see, I could see an edit. Honestly, this one, other than I don't think Maestro or May December is gonna get it. It's nice that they're nominated. Um, yeah, because you really like May December. I don't like May December, but I think it's still nice that it was nominated. I'm glad it got something. But I don't think it's. Yeah, I, I don't think Maestro or May December is gonna take it. But yeah, Anatomy Fall holdovers past lives. I want it to be past lives. I still don't think it's gonna be past lives. It probably won't. Sadly. No. Uh, but holdovers or Anatomy of a Fall. I might push for the holdovers for an episode because the whole. I think you'd like the holdovers quite a bit. I want to watch it. I want to watch yeah. it. 
I haven't not wanted to watch it. Yeah, I, but just as the motive, you know how this works, as the motivation. Yeah. Sometimes you pick a movie for the podcast just so you're like, okay, so I'm definitely going to see this. We're definitely going to watch it, yeah. Um, okay. Do, do, do. Sorry, I'm just scrolling up to actors. Um, actress in a supporting role. We got Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks, The Color Purple, America Ferrera, Barbie, Jodie Foster, Nyad, Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. Divine. Is it Divine? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. She's been she's been sweeping. Yeah, she's the great. Holdovers. She's incredible in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good for America also, Ferreira. With the, yeah, this is what I was just going to say. People were all up in arms about Margo and Greta not getting nominated. I was like, America Ferreira got nominated, right? Like, we're not, we're not forgetting that, right? That's kind of cool. That's nice. Yeah, like, I'm going to be generous here. The eighth uh, Latin woman to be nominated. We got Penelope Cruz, yeah, Selma um, Hayek, yes. Ariana DeBose, Rita Moreno. Do you got any? <laughs> he got any? Those were the four that I knew of, so I really don't. Oh, we got America Ferreira, Ugly Betty, started from the bottom, now we end. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's. It, I, I've I've heard nothing but good things about Define Joy Randolph uh, in the holdovers, and she's been winning every other award yeah. for it. So. Yeah. Um. Actor in a supporting role: Sterling K. Brown, American Fiction, Robert De Niro, Kids of Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling, Barbie, and Mark Ruffalo. Poor things. I haven't seen American Fiction yet, but all great performances. All great performances. Uh, it's Downey. It's Downey. Right? Downey's gonna get it. It's Downey. Downey's gonna get it. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> He's so good. He's so good. He said something to Einstein. I know it. I just know it. (laughs) I also, I've been telling this to people for months now, but I'm glad that it finally happened because you said back in July when Barbie came out that white women were finally going to have their Django. Yes. When Ryan Gosling gets nominated for an Oscar for this movie, and you were fucking right. I did. Yeah, you. (laughs) (laughs) I predicted this all. Yeah, you did. You predicted this back in July. They're gonna have their Django moment. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's not gonna win, but it's still funny that he got nominated. My thing. Uh, With the voting and with the outcry. What if it is a Barbie night? What if what if people are guilted into it being a Barbie night? I don't think Ryan will take it, but never forget Argo. Ben Affleck did get nominated for, yeah. for Best Director. It was winning things, but it was a race between that and another movie. I forget which one because it was a decade ago. But... yeah. Never forget Argo. It's po- it's possible. I don't know. Zero Dark Thirty. Anyway, we'll I would say that. yes. Um, actor in a leading role: Bradley Cooper, Maestro, Coleman Domingo, Ray, the boy, Ray, uh, Rustin. Uh, which now I guess I got to watch Rustin because Coleman Domingo got nominated. I don't. You know, it's funny because um, I'm <laughs> I'm the that and the movie with Ethan Hawke and Julia Roberts. 
Both of those movies make me weary. And what I tell people is I don't like propaganda. The Obamas produced those movies. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't. Rustin feels a little different than the other one, than the fiction one, because at least Rustin's a biopic. It is educational. Yeah. Learn, learn something that you didn't know. Yeah. Even if they do change the facts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Coleman Domingo has been great for like a decade in everything he's, he's in. He's so, he's so It's good. just nice to have, have people you love get that next level. Hit that yeah. next level. Did you see his fucking, I think it was the Critics' Choice Award look? His mustard yeah, yellow suit? he's been killing the red carpet. What the fuck, dude? That's one of the best red carpet looks I've ever seen. I was I was like, holy shit, Coleman looks so good right now. Yeah, no, he's been it was killing crazy. it. Crazy. He's been killing I love Coleman Domingo. He's great. Um Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers, Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer, Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. You think Paul might steal it away from Killian, oh. and I don't think anyone's coming close. Or they might split the vote. Remember uh uh Lady Gaga and Glenn Coase? And then Olivia Coleman came in and took it. <laughs> Olivia Coleman did delivered the best performance that year. Yeah, how rarely does that happen, though? But how rarely does that happen? You can't. I'm Uno card reverse. Uno card reverse. But she gave the best <laughs> performance that year. Yeah, but <laughs> that's only by coincidence. I don't think so. Only. <laughs> I I I still think it's Killian. Killian would be nice. Who would be the third? Jeffrey Wright, probably. Jeffrey Wright, probably. But K- Killian, it's an easy. It's a it's a big lead in a big biopic in a like career best performance. It's an easy career Oscar. It is. He's been winning other awards. He has. Paul Giamatti is a staple in modern filmmaking for the past 20 years, one of the greatest character actors we have, giving probably his best performance, giving a a mesmerizing performance. And then I haven't seen American Fiction yet, but... I still think, I still think it's Killian. I, if I... I guess we'll find I'm it. gonna put Killian on my, uh, on my ballad, unless the sad awards have anything to say about it but uh, <laughs> Killian uh, but in your heart of hearts you want in my Paul. heart of hearts I do want Paul give Paul the Oscar yeah, that's fair that's <laughs> give fair. Paul the Oscar yeah, that's fair I'm not I'm not against Paul getting the Oscar I'm just I think it's Killian um, actress in a leading role Annette Benning for Nyad Lily Gladstone for Killers of Flower Moon Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall Carrie Mulligan Maestro Emma Stone Poor Things I mean, it's Lily Gladstone. Right. <clears throat> right. I can see it again. Like, she's so good. If SAG has anything to say about it, if Emma Stone wins the SAG Award, I'm second-guessing. Yeah. I'm second-guessing if I'm putting yeah. Lily on the on the on on my ballot. Yeah. I would have won my I st- $10. I'm still pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I still think it's probably Lily. I think it's 
she's just so good, and it's just it's just an easy win. Well deserved, you know. Yes, like a well deserved. Just like yeah, Lily Gladstone delivered a phen- phenomenal uh, performance. We'd love to see an Indigenous woman win an award. Just uh, an award. Like, <laughs> just an award. Just one. Just, just you know, just an award. Yeah, I saw it. I saw a thing on Facebook, um, that was like complaining about why no one was talking about Lily Gladstone getting nominated, and uh, yeah, it was very weird. It was just like it was like trying to be woke, but it was like had its facts wrong. I can't remember what it was. Oh, really? I, sorry, I brought it up. It was something about um, the actress in Roma. Ooh, yes. Uh, yeah, it was like it was something like, "Oh, Lily Gladstone." People keep saying that Lily Gladstone is is like the first Native American woman to be nominated for Best Actress when this happened a few years ago, and I was like, "Well, she's from Mexico, and it's different." But is she? Is she? I don't know her ethnic background. Is she? Is she? originally from a tribe that used that used to be where you know upper north a northern tribe <laughs> it's not america potentially that could have happened i potentially but it it was just like it was just like i don't think this is like we sell cele- like people celebrated that fact when she was nominated not that she I, was a Native American, and she, she gave the best game. performance of that year. <laughs> she ran down a street. I don't know. About she all that. gave the best performance that year. Actually, I don't know about no. all that. anyway, uh, Lily Gladstone is great, and she's going to win. Um, uh, and yeah, Margot Robbie, you did you did good. But you I don't, don't get think. nominated. She should have been nominated. I agree with you, but she could have. It would have been an easy. It could have been, a- and then just kind of be like, "Ah, you're not going to win." But here you go. Exactly. Hey. But I think you're also right. It did get eight other noms, and it missed these two, and people are upset. Do you know anyone in your personal life who's upset? No. Everyone I know is is very like, yeah, that makes sense. And maybe uh, some people are like, ah, I wish Greta had gotten directing or Margaret. Like some people are like, ah, I wish it had happened, but I get yeah. it. You know. Um, uh, directing. Uh, Justine Triette for Anatomy of a Fall. Martin Scorsese, Killers of Flower Moon. Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer, Yorgo Lanzamos for Poor Things. And Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. Right, Nolan? Is it Nolan's year? Finally? It's it's Nolan's year. I think it's Oppenheimer's sweep. I think it's Oppenheimer I think it's Oppenheimer's day. Yeah. I think it's Nolan. But I could see I could see Scorsese. It'd be nice, right? How old is Martin Scorsese? It'd be nice. I still to this old day am annoyed that Spielberg didn't win for the Fablements, the Daniels one. I think Spielberg Bled on on celluloid, celluloid. <laughs> People say that say that five times for the fast. Bled on celluloid, no, celluloid, bled, celluloid, celluloid. No, bled on cellul- celluloid, 
Say bled on... Bled on celluloid, bled on celluloid, bled on celluloid, bled on celluloid. One more time! That was four! <laughs> bled on celluloid! He, he really made such a deep and personal film to him. He, he, he... He did get it. He lost to the Sausages so movie! The, so did the Daniels. I disagree. Not, not the way Spielberg okay, did it. Whatever. Uh, best picture? American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, The Zone of Interest. I think Barbie might have the juice. Really? I Barbie might. I think this is... A part of me feels like they didn't want to get nominated for those two awards just so they could make this push for Best Picture. I don't know. Nolan, Best Director. Barbie, Best Picture. That would just suck so badly. I'm sorry, and I like Barbie. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we like Barbie. We are Barbie fans. Uh, and welcome back. It's not Best Picture. Imagine if Black Panther won. Then Barbie would be Best Picture. <laughs> then then all the dominoes would fall. But I think it's Oppenheimer. One thing I will say in defense of, of, of being annoyed that Greta Gerwig didn't get nominated for Best uh, Director. To me, mm-hmm. I know you disagree, but in Andrew's world, Barbie is a lot like Joker in 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 an inverse way. It's it is what the fuck. It's a lot. It's that movie that wants to be a real movie, but at the end of that, at the end of the day, is a commercial. It is there's an artistry that's brought into it, good earnest uh, uh, artistry, but it's still a commercial. It's still a comic book movie. It's still that. But Todd Phillips got nominated for Best Director. That no one's no one's brought that up. And I'm like, hey if you want a comparison. I don't think these movies are I think so. similar at all. That's a that's a wild I take. I think so. That's a wild take, Andrew. Barbie and Joker. You have some you have some wild takes. Sometimes I'm like, oh, all right, Andrew's got Andrew's got takes. Whatever. <laughs> but then sometimes <laughs> Sometimes you say shit like that and I just have to live both, with it? Both fake movies in the same way. Yes. That's crazy. Uh I don't think Barbie gets it. You think Oppenheimer. I think Oppenheimer. Because if it's not Oppenheimer, it's it's gonna be Kills of Flower Moon or the Holdovers. Like the whole like People love the holdovers. Yeah. The like movie people love the holdovers. But Oppenheimer's also somehow the biopic about the making of the atom bomb still is a movie about movies. <laughs> yes. Sir. This is why I think it's an Oppenheimer sweep. I think it's I think it's such a movie ass movie. How could it not win? There's nothing that could stop it. How could it not win? Yeah. It's been winning every award up until now. Like, 
I mean, right. Who? How could? How could it? Is not? there anything that you would like want to win personally? Like my dark horse is past lives. Past lives <laughs> over poor things. Yeah. I love poor thing. I love poor thing. I love past lives though. I love past, past lives. lives is good. And I also think it's like the movie that it got nominated because it's great and it's in- and it's interesting and it's and it's fantastic that it exists. It will never win, but it's so lovely that it got nominated and uh, and it just it's just, you know, there's always a couple of those movies in in best picture. Always. Where it's like, ah, right, here's <laughs> best picture. And then it's really it comes down to like three movies. So it's kind of like, ah, it's like here are the movies that but I think people need to see, or else people won't care yeah. about us anymore. And also, here are movies that are just good. Yeah, yeah, and I think past li- I think getting past lives of best, uh, uh, best picture, is just a great way to have more people watch that movie. Because how many people out there like they don't really see a lot of movies, but they'll see all the Oscars. Uh, yeah, probably a lot, and it's great that they'll see a past lot. lives. And it's great that they'll see Past Lives because that movie's fucking phenomenal. So, yeah, that's that's like my dark horse. Yeah, it's not gonna win, but it, but I, but you know, right? And who knows? Because I do, I genuinely love Oppenheimer. I think Oppenheimer is a fucking masterpiece, and so I'm like, also, I just think it should win. <laughs> like, it's actually just a good yeah. movie. It's not like. It's not like a year where it's like, oh yeah, this is the movie that's going to win because like that's the movie that's going to win. It's like, no, I genuinely love that movie and I think it should win. Dang. Oscars really been like that for the past few years, though. Parasite. Then pandemic years don't count. (laughs) They don't count. Parasite, but Parasite was great. That was. Then we got everything everywhere all at once. We're probably going to get Oppenheimer. Well, we got. Well, we got. What what happened? It was uh, no bad land. Codad, Codad, Coda. There we go. Right, Coda. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. It's fine. Um, uh, the actor that's who what I heard is great. That's also what it's I heard. Incredible. If you're ever gonna watch it, watch it. For I heard him. he's great, and the movie's watch fine. Watch it for him. Yeah. It's incredible. But uh. uh and then we got everything everywhere. And now I think and now I think it's Oppenheimer's year. I think it's I think it's really hard for any of these other movies to to get to that level. Well, we'll find we'll out March we'll find uh, out. 12th, March whatever, 23rd, March something. March 32nd? I'm trying to find it. March 10th. <laughs> You're all over the place. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks so much for listening. My name is Sam Bandy. Hi, Major Thomas. Thanks for tuning in. Our po- uh, you can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can join. Uh, uh, you can subscribe uh, on all the different podcasters of your choice. You can follow us on social medias. Our link tree is still Linktree slash Welcome Back Pod. Uh, you can like the track, view the track, like the podcast, review the podcast, all those different things on all the different podcatchers of your choice. Helps out the show a whole heck of a lot. Um, and we're getting into the Oscar season. We're going to be watching some of these Oscar yes, movies. We we're going to be, we're, we got to catch up on 2023, yes, baby. Um, 
And uh, yeah, but Andrew will, of course, tell you the absolute best way to support our little. So show. when you're when you're sucking down some some cub bath water, <laughs> sucking down uh, some period blood, while you're looking uh-huh. at those at those two victims, I should say, in their eye, while in between the suckage, you should talk about Welcome Back podcast. Don't don't say in between the suckage. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Some people like to suck on some nasty stuff, and in between it, in between, in between the suckage. It, talk about welcome two pals talking about anything they want. Specifically, art, mainly movies, but anything they want, and you can be a part of it. Now get back to slurping, you, you little, you little devil, you. <laughs>